Conan. That we can just post it later, so that's okay. I'm going to reintroduce this. Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to Juice in the Morning. I'm your host, Justin Juice Kelly. I've got with me to my left on the screen is Josh JX. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm good, brother. How are you? Great. I'm fantastic. I'm going to get really frustrated with the technology, so I'm going to stop looking at the Facebook Live. It's going awesome. to piss me the fuck off right now, Super so we're just going to stay away from it. We're going to stay away from it. Uh, but Josh, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know you do uh, the trivia at you know local uh, establishments. Yeah. Give us a little bit of background of you know where you're, what you're doing and that kind of stuff. Sure thing. Uh, well, my name is Josh JX, and I uh, in the evenings I host trivia all around Indianapolis <laughs> when uh, when when the weather and the COVID aren't attacking people. Um, I also have a, a YouTube channel, uh, the Real Josh JX, all one word. YouTube.com/slash Real Josh JX. Do little animated videos. It's gonna be a minute. The next one's coming out to Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Really super fucking stoked about that one because I spent a lot of hours working on it, and it's a lot of voice acting yeah you're doing some like voice acting and stuff like yeah that. man dude it's crazy and i'm really excited um other than that you know i work in i work as a recruiter in the skills trades so like okay. if, so if anyone you know if you know an electrician or a plumber you send them my way and i'll, I'll get them employed yeah nice. i know i know quite a few of those but then to my bottom left in the like corner over here we've got friend of the show uh, a member of the highly inappropriate podcast a dude with a fantastic beautiful mullet Chris Duncan, how are you doing today, brother? I am doing great. How are you doing? I'm glad to have you back, man. I feel like it's been forever since we've seen each other in person, and it literally has because of this whole pandemic bullshit. It definitely has been. We need to get out on a golf course sometime soon. Oh, yeah. Uh, every time I come on this show, dude, I always have a good time, so kind of <laughs> Thanks, looking man. forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be good, dude. These uh, questions are really fun. Uh, it's fun to, like, share with the Facebook audience, even though they're not going to be able to really respond, I feel like, real time, because... I want to see if anybody's saying that it's still cutting it out. Yeah, it is. It's it's pausing. Whatever, dude. I have the fastest internet that you can buy from Xfinity. It's bullshit. Oh. Anyways, directly below me, joining the podcast for the first time is stand-up comedian Kristen Carnes. You've done uh, a comedy festival, and you've got quite a few other things going on. Tell us about yourself. You're the first time coming on the Juice in the Morning podcast. Welcome. We appreciate you joining Thanks for having me, Justin. I'm so excited to be on at night for Juice in the Morning. This yeah, it's great. it's always it's always recorded at night. I always record it at night so people can listen to it in the morning on their commute. But obviously, a lot of people aren't commuting right now, so we're uh, we're struggling with the name, but it's still gonna stick. That's what we're gonna do. I'm just glad I didn't have to be on at seven in the morning. That's too early <laughs> for me during this pandemic. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So I'm I'm Kristen Carnes, not Dan Sitzel, like it says <laughs> on my. Uh, that's that's the husband's name. I did not take that awful last name with two Z's in it. <laughs> and uh, I founded the Waukegan Comedy Jam, which is a like a mini stand-up festival. We did it for the first year last year in my hometown, which is Waukegan in Illinois, north of Chicago. We're halfway between Milwaukee and Chicago. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, I was doing like a little bit. Okay, so I've gotten made fun of by my comedian friends, but I was kind of dabbling in stand up. I was going to open mics. I was writing. I was doing a lot of that stuff. And my goal for this year was to uh, do enough stand up to be good enough to get invited to a festival. Clearly, that's not going to happen because A, I had a baby, B, pandemic, C, got a new house. So like literally all, all the stuff that could pull me away from writing and stop me from doing the stuff that I want to do happened this year. So I'm taking it as a sign. I shouldn't do stand-up comedy. I'm not that funny anyways. So this is just a sign not to do it. 
<laughs> oh, don't sell yourself short there, Justin. <laughs> I mean, I, I always wanted to be a stand-up comedian when I grew up. I used to tell people all the time, they just laugh at me. So well, don't feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you still, well, you still have time to grow up, man. <laughs> the first guy I told was a boyfriend back in my 20s. I wanted to do stand-up. And I swear to God, he looked at me and he went, ooh, I've heard funnier. <laughs> like he did not get lucky that night <laughs> it's it's really funny because it's like it's similar to the story that i always tell is um a lot of stand-up comedians i've met because of the podcast i'm a big fan of stand-up so like i like to interview people and talk to them about stuff um the comedians i've had on always kind of tell similar story like if you've ever been told you're funny by a person in like in public you should they they say that the stand-up comedians usually tell people they should try to do stand-up because if you can be funny that way if you can try to do it then you could probably be successful and what i always tell them is like i never was told i was funny in person so i'm still going to try stand-up but it's just it just i've never been told that because i have a buddy the co-host of the juice in the morning podcast johnny always gets told by the stand-up comedians like hey dude you should do stand-up because he's making them laugh in the smoking section outside of the bar or whatever and and he's too he's too hesitant to do it. He doesn't want to get up there on stage. So I was like, well, I'll get up there on stage and I'll try and I'll try to write. I feel like I'm a pretty decent writer. So it's just been it's been fun and we're gonna keep uh, doing it. But got to get settled with the baby. It's uh, that's a crazy situation. Yeah, I can imagine. My cats are a bitch, so I can't even imagine. <laughs> having kids. Yeah, and and the the crying and not having any idea why they're crying is really tough for me because I'm like a problem solver. I have to like have an answer for something, and when I don't, man, I can see why people get real stressed out. And like, I mean, the shaking baby thing—they tell you in all the books. It's a it's a thing. You're you're thinking about that in the back of your head, <clears throat> but. Um, what we've what we've been doing with the live Thursdays is answering these pod deck questions and kind of like reacting and and I've just been doing it by myself so I've been asking the viewers and the listeners and that kind of thing to kind of respond but I also think it's gonna be cool to have you know you guys because you guys can voice your opinion or your answer as opposed to just like typing a message on the uh, the Facebook live so I'm gonna just start in the same way that I introduced everybody so the when you think about success who comes to mind and why? Josh, start with that. When you think about success, who comes to mind and why? Easily, and, and everyone's going to call me a huge nerd, but uh, J.K. Rowling, the person who wrote all of the Harry Potter uh, books and that eventually became movies and video games and phone apps and all this other bullshit, you know, she went from <laughs> nothing. Like she was literally writing down ideas on napkins in a coffee shop. And the story goes is that some publisher saw those and was like, hey, I need to talk to this lady. And then they, she goes, I was thinking about putting it in one book. And they're like, no, this is seven. And then wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Here we are 20 plus years later. And she's a bill, well, a millionaire now. She's been donating her money, right. but a, was a billionaire, now is a millionaire. What was the real weird stuff that she like got kind of like canceled for on Twitter? Did you guys hear about that? I don't, I don't remember that. What, what she's happened? She's transphobic yeah like what like where does that come from because like didn't she say that uh she came out and like even though it's never explicitly stated in the books that uh dumbledore is like homosexual she said he was homosexual so then what was the like i don't even know what the tweet is i'm gonna look it up so she don't like trannies is that, that's what it is, <laughs> is that, okay I, I my bad i, I was i was thinking she might not like dunk man see dunk man back here <laughs> 
<laughs> no, and that's uh, that is a a, a sub a segment that the highly inappropriate has talked about before because of the news articles regarding the uh, the the trans community. Um, it started with the the GameStop guy that flipped out and was like throwing a fit. <laughs> yeah, he took a picture and photoshopped. Uh, Chris so I'm Dunk Man. That. Yeah, and he, and he called it Dunk Man. Yeah, that's yeah, a running joke. But no, I like. Do you know what the tweet was? Uh, J.K. Rowling's. I think it's a number of comments she's made. I don't think it was just mm-hmm. one tweet. Yeah, it just says over Harry Potter authors, trans tweets. Yeah, I'm not going to read that whole article. We can no. we can move on. We can move on to uh, Chris Duncan. Uh, Chris Duncan, when you think about success, who comes to mind and why? When I think about success. Uh, I can go a lot of different routes. I could go with like my grandfather, like I think the successful man. You know what I mean? To keep it intimate, keep it close. Or I could go with like Bill Gates. I mean, the richest right. man alive. That's like, got to be the most successful, correct? Yeah, and why why would you say why would you say he's successful though? Is it just because I mean, he's made when all you, the income? When you or? can well, I mean, when you can set your house to like when you walk into certain rooms, it turns to the temperature as soon as you walk into the room. <laughs> that's pretty successful, I would say. Yeah. I'd like to have that in my garage right now because it's about ninety-seven degrees. Oh, I'm sure you're sweating your balls off. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming from that fresh shave that the balls got to trim too. I'm assuming. I didn't have time, man. Didn't have time. Because <laughs> because that would cause a little bit more, I feel like uh, friction. Little stitch, sweat, little you know? stitch, yeah. Little on natural, natural baby. <laughs> on natural. How do you trim I mean, up in there? I mean, I got a mullet, dude, so I got to have a '70s bush to go with it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then why? And then Chris, real quick before we go yeah. to Kristen, what would you say? Because you mentioned your grandfather, what would you say? Because I have a similar answer. What would you say like made him successful, and like what uh, qualities that you've gotten from that? Uh, I mean, I, it's where I got all my, like, uh, just his worth ethic, you know what I mean? Like, going to work every day, raising a family, being successful, uh, like, in that sense of life, and then also coming home and being a, the best dad and grandfather ever. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, just, I don't know. He, he touched so many people, like, my uncles, his, which, you know, his kids and sons and daughters, and then their grandkids, his grandkids are their kids, and the same to them. Like, he's, I don't know, he's my hero. Yeah, that's a good that's a good answer. And then I'm going to ask you, Kristen, the same thing. When you think about success, who comes to mind and why? Well, I a friend of mine does actually, who I went to high school with, because we went. Waukegan's kind of a it's a working class town. You don't hear about uh, Bill Gates's and people like that coming from Waukegan. And a friend of mine, China, has moved her um, way up the ladder in sports administration, and she's working at a big big public university out west. She's in the upper echelon. She's the only female. She's the only uh, person of color in the, the higher administration at this school. And That's she impressive. just really, really worked her butt off to start off as a volleyball coach. And now she's in the upper administration of athletics. So That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And she's a good person, makes me laugh. And um, I'm just really happy for her. That's awesome. And awesome. like, and also mentioning like that you said small town, like working class type area. That's got to be tough for a woman and a person of color. Like I grew up in a small town and I don't know if that would have uh, gone the same way. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not necessarily small. I mean, it's 75,000, oh, okay. 80,000 yeah. now, but it has a bad rep at uh, unjustified, I think. And it's just nice to see someone do so well from there and, and give it a good name. 
Fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. So I, I like to go last just because, uh, you know, it's, it's better to get your guys' answers. Uh, mine is similar to Chris. Like my first thought was like Michael Jordan. Like that's the epitome oh. of success, you know, but yeah. like that's, that's sports and that's like not as personal. Um, everybody kind of knows it. So I like to get a little bit deeper and a little more per personal during these because we are sharing them with the Facebook live as well as a podcast. Um, you know, the person that comes to mind is, is similar to you with the family. It was my uncle, my uncle, um, kind of had the same kind of trajectory as me like he uh kind of had a rough time coming out of high school didn't really know what he wanted to do tried to play sports in college um he actually ended up losing his scholarship because he went on a vacation with his like then girlfriend at the time and like missed like baseball training camp or something like that and they they yanked his scholarship so he was kind of floundering around his dad started a business that he ended up um, kind of taking over and running for his dad like while his dad kind of retired and went to Florida and just kind of uh, always took care of me and I know I feel like I'm kind of getting to be like a sad sap on these stupid fucking Facebook live hey, let it let it out bub. but uh, but I, I never I never did like I didn't have my dad growing up and he was like my dad like him and my aunt were like my other parents and I mean, he was the first person to catch me looking up like boobs on the internet because oh, I was, because <laughs> I was, because he, he had that warehouse and like, I, he would like babysit me sometimes after school and he'd like pick me up and I could go hang out and play on his computer. Cause he had what the T1 internet line. Wasn't that like the fastest at like in the nineties yeah. or whatever. That's, that's when he knew that his influence, like his influence on you was a success. You got to hear, you got to hear this story. You got to hear this story. It just made me think of it that I said the boobs on the internet, the internet thing. He found that, Dolly Parton. He found that in the search history. He found it in the search history, but at the same time, he called me out into the garage, like later on on the weekend and was like, Hey, I just want to tell you, I found this search history on my computer and the only two people that have been able to be in my office are you and the janitor. And that I dirty janitor. And I looked at him and I said, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. It was the janitor. <laughs> and oh God, and I it, hope it was normal porn and not like something with furs and bronze uh, or something. I'm jealous as a kid you had the internet. Like, oh, I it was still, it was I had to steal grandpa's seventy eight Playboys and <laughs> take them out in the woods with my buddies and cigarettes yeah it was uh it was like it was it was trish stratus i looked for trish stratus oh, nude and didn't find any nude pictures but uh <laughs> but what's funny is is he he told me that uh he knew i was lying so he went in further into the story and then a week later told me that he fired the the janitor <gasps> oh and he man. told me Did that it was really bad? yeah and then i i fessed up to it Awesome. I, I told the truth. I was That'd like, have been awesome if you'd have been like, "Yeah, dirty pervert." <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's who I look up to. Um, they're they're uh, down in Florida now. Um, great guy. Like, I don't know if I'm going to retire to Florida. I don't know if I'll ever be able to retire. But that's who I think of when I think of success is him and my aunt Laura, um, Uncle Kevin and Aunt Laura. So we'll just move on real quick into the next question. Um, Josh, we'll start with you again. What is Great. something you like that most people don't? Oh, wow. Oh, this is going to seem really weird. Okay. 
So uh, my favorite part of the summertime is on Saturday nights. I like to go down to the southeast side of Indy. There's this place called the Speedrome where okay. magic happens. Oh, yeah. And what they do is they take these race cars, and instead of racing them in an oval, they race them in a figure eight pattern, so they have to cross in front of each other. Uh, and sometimes, and, and, and sometimes uh, there's a certain smell that comes off those cars, and when, it, and when it hits with the food, the spilt beer, and the BO all together, it just smells so fucking good. <laughs> And it like it's like it's like that thing you know like when hold on hear me out oh you know like that God. thing when it like it just rains and you like you're running through a field of, of daisies and roses barefoot and you're like not getting cut up but you're getting a little cut up but you don't give a shit because it's it's beautiful and it smells wonderful that's that's God, I fucking love it so much. Oh my <laughs> God, I can't, like that I can't I, I can't wait until Saturday man I'm so stoked I love for that Saturday. smell too I would cheers you if you were here right now well listen here real quick let's do it come on one, two, three. <laughs> boom so there it is. They say that smell and that kind of stuff is the strongest tied to memory. So I assume mm -hmm. you have very fond memories of that place. And yep. there's a lot of good things tied with that. So it's probably the smell and it's probably like that atmosphere. When you yep. get in there, it's like, oh man, like one of that, like a similar smell and like a similar experience for me is like when you go out on a golf course, like on a hot mm -hmm. morning at like seven or eight in the morning and you... Yep. You uh, have that first Bloody Mary or beer of the day, and you're just, like, looking out at the, the mist on top of the grass. Like, that's that's a feeling I get that I'm just like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. But I think a lot of people like that. So yeah. it's not the same. That, for the until you hit that first drive. And uh, you're like, no. why do I do this shit? Oh, uh, no, I'm getting good, Chris. I'm getting good, man. I'm not <laughs> worried about the drive me? anymore. I'm horrible. <clears throat> and also, Chris. also, real quick, to be fair, I also really like Maury Povich baby specials. <laughs> oh. Shut up. I feel like I'm being I'm, – I'm sorry. I'm so Everybody sorry. Everybody loves that, though. That I, baby don't sure? look like me. I'm telling you, dude. That's like – oh, my gosh. I used to sit at home when, oh when I got God. to stay home during the summer and just watch those over and over. I'm sorry. You must go to the laundromat because that's what's played at the laundromat. No, oh, I got yeah. hooked on it in college. So oh, yeah. sometimes you just got to feed the beast. All right, Chris, what is something that you like that most people don't? I mean, what I'm going to say, there's there's people that that do like it, but in my inner circle, like people around me, there's there's very few. So I'm going to say collecting cards still okay. to this day. I'm a 37 year old guy that still collects basketball, <laughs> football, and baseball cards. Dude, and, that's what's up. Well, they're going like, to be worth so much one day, right? I mean, I got cards that are worth thousands, like that <laughs> yeah. are in mint mint shape from when I was a kid. Like, it's I don't know. There's something something about opening up a pack. And like hitting something awesome, it's it's like I don't know the best also, feeling they in the smell world. Awesome. The uh, it's just it's standing in the card shop and shooting the shit with the guys, ripping <laughs> packs. It, I, I mean, I, I like that stuff. The only people that talk about that their hobby more than people that collect cards are people that do CrossFit. Yeah, and also John Mayer. <laughs> I like him too. Oh, John Mayer. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I think bad. he's pretty good. Ew. I'm a John Mayer guy. I like it. All right, Chris, thing. all right, Kristen. What is something you like that most people do not? Okay, I absolutely love this, and I have ever since I was a little kid. Underwood's deviled ham. Underwood's you deviled ever ham. Ever had deviled ham? I have. Comes, I don't think I ever have. Oh my god! From the packaging, it comes in this little white can like this. It's got paper around it with the red <laughs> devil on it. Does it lay deviled and, eggs? No, nothing like that. Uh, and then the top <laughs> is like it's like. It's like a, a circle or something that, it, that you have to open up specially, and then you whip open the can, and it's got this layer of fat right on top. Uh -huh. And the ham is so ground up so fine, it's like cat food. 
I mean, it's like that consistency it's and like that smell. Tea. And you slap it on some white trash, white bread, <laughs> miracle whip, and it's like fucking heaven. It's I'm white. sure I would love it. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, man. Okay, so that's another thing that just sparks these conversations. That's why I love these pod decks. Um, no free ads. Um, the white bread. I actually was just talking to my wife about this. As a kid, I loved that shit. Now I can't ever eat it because it gets stuck in the fucking teeth. I have to at least toast it. Like, if somebody just brings a loaf of white bread over, I'm like, all right, I'm going to fucking eat it, but I'm going to put it in the toaster. Like, yeah, do, oh, we, do, you guys still, do you guys still eat the white bread? I get the mayo bread, like, in the roof of my mouth. I do, <laughs> I do the potato. I do the potato bread. Uh, the potato bread's good, dude. That shit's um, so good, man. I'm trying to think what it was that we've gotten recently. We got something recent that... It's, it's like crack. I've been making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches left and right. <clears throat> like a rye Just make your own. Just yeah. make your own bread, man. Oh, I did not fall down that hole in this pandemic. Oh, like the making, making your own bread. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, would, I, yeah, I, I can barely make spaghetti, dude. You think I can make a loaf of bread? <laughs> I would burn my kitchen down. <laughs> All I did was buy a bunch of stuff to try to do a Twitch stream, which apparently everybody in the world is trying to play video games on the internet now and we'll have everybody watch them. It's literally <laughs> everything I do, I do when everybody else is doing it. So then I'm just washed away in the, in the amount, like the massive amount of people doing the thing that I'm doing. Um, the thing that I like, and I can't wait to hear your guys' reaction, the thing that I like that not anybody else likes is... Correct. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of people that love crack, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, I can find I can find quite a few of those. Um, no, I like cheap vodka. I'm going to tell you right now, I like cheap vodka. Kamchatkas, the, the um, the what is it? Heaven Hill, the Dark Eyes. Like I, uh. I will drink all of those. A, it's cost effective. B, I can. I mean, I usually drink it mixed with something, so I can't really taste the vodka anyways. But I do like a little hint of that that that, that taste. So. You know, I like cheap vodka. I think I've been drinking it since I was probably 16, 15, something like that. And I'll still like, I always have, I always have a cheap handle of vodka to make my Bloody Marys. I always do like a, I do like a Gatorade mix where I'll do the white Gatorade, the white monster, and then vodka. It's delicious, man. It's one of the best drinks I've ever had. And I will continue to get fucked up on it because it keeps me hydrated, keeps me energized, and it gets me drunk. Like, I mean, what else can you ask for right there? I, I can't even smell vodka anymore. <laughs> I think everybody's first drink was dark eyes when you're a kid. And, and I've like gotten sick off of it so many blue times. Blue label like, or red label? That's the, uh, that's the big question. Uh, blue probably. But I, can't blue even, I can't smell it. Like yeah. we have hand sanitizer at work now because they're all like it, COVID it keep everybody. <laughs> and I, every time I, this cheap hand sanitizer smells like I just dumped a shot of Kamchaka on my hands every time. Oh yeah. I, Def it definitely. Time. Oh man. It takes me back every time because I also, I work in healthcare. So I smell that hand sanitizer all day, every day. Um, <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to the next one. This time, we're just going to switch it up just to change it up a little bit. We're going to go backwards. Um, Kristen, yes. what's your recurring nightmare? Oh, my God. I think it's always um, – it's getting chased. Oh, always yeah, and you can't, you can't run? You can't or run like fast fly, enough? Or, like, getting in a car accident and then flying out of the car and that feeling of flying, and then all of a sudden you wake up and you have that whole – you know, that whole body, like, oh, yeah. spasm you get? I get yep. that all the time. Yep, where you like feel like you're falling. Yeah, and you hit something, and you just my whole body will spasm and I'll wake Ugh. up. Making me do it yeah. right now. 
<clears throat> All right, Chris, uh, what is your recurring nightmare? See, I kind of took it a different way. Like, if you literally nightmare, the only thing I can think of was when I was a kid, I would I would have nightmares that I was driving a car by myself, and it would freak <laughs> me the fuck out. I'd have that that dream all the time. But, what kind of like, car was it? Uh, I don't I don't Probably what, our family car, I guess. But, like, the first thing I thought of was the Patriots having a bad year and <laughs> – getting trevor lawrence in the draft and a dynasty no, starting over no. again that is my that you is don't my like nightmare. the patriots do you no hell no i no, lived in I, boston for eight years and i absolutely hate those cheaters good go. good oh. but, but my, my nightmare <laughs> is them is them somehow getting trevor lawrence like the next thing oh, coming yeah. out of college and then a, the next starting draft. over again yeah oh no, god no 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 no, no. I, i'm with you on that that is that is a recurring nightmare. That is that is perfect. But dude, we are set up for probably one of the best seasons if it happens because I'm I'm not guaranteeing anything because of I want football so bad I'm gonna be as superstitious as possible. I'm not gonna say that there's gonna be a season, but we have a very exciting season coming up just for just for the the sheer fact of the Brady Patriots thing alone. The fact that if he plays well awesome it, he didn't need belichick belichick it's it's it doesn't matter if he sucks it's awesome because we knew that it was a system quarterback he couldn't be good without uh belichick <laughs> like we win both ways there it doesn't matter either way like it doesn't matter at all it's gonna be a montana on the chiefs kind of situation i think he'll make it to the playoffs get beat second or third round yeah but the the thing with football i mean they're reporting to camp at the i mean they're not missing any time like they're coming to yeah. camp which regular is good. schedule, which is really, really good. Yeah. Okay. And Some and the Halo, the Halo Star Wars helmets that they're saying that they could wear, dude. I think it's gonna cool. it could, that could be cool. Dude. <laughs> I think they look cool. All right, yeah. Josh, what's your recurring nightmare? Okay, this is kind of deep. Um, so I have good. lots of fear. I have, I have lots of ridiculous fears. Like one is, um, I, I used to volunteer at the zoo, and I couldn't look into the giant dolphin tank because it was, you know, it, it, you could walk into the the dome. And you were surrounded by dolphins, and we'll talk about that at some other point. But, but I had this yeah, dream where you, I'm. Yeah, yes, dolphins are raping. Yeah, they will monsters. rape you. So, so I'm walking <laughs> in this aquarium, and and I walk down this long hallway, and it's it's dark, and there's I swear to God, this is so, it's going to sound so elaborate, but I swear to God, and all of a sudden there's a bright flash of lightning, and sure enough, it's a giant blue wall, clearly indicating that it's an aquarium, right? You know, because the lightning is coming <laughs> through. You know, and then and then I hear a noise like a little like a low roar or some shit like that, something from Godzilla. Sorry. Um, and so and then it happens again, and then there's this form in there. I walk up to the glass, I see this giant monster thing, and then the glass starts to crack. Ugh. And there's and then there's one more flash of lightning, and then the the water hits me, and I wake up. Usually uh, in my own sweat. You dream that shit? That's crazy. regularly. Where do you I've get your like, weed at, man? <laughs> don't ask, don't ask questions you don't want the answer to. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I like but it only well, happens. He's like it's it's weird. Like when my when I go through when I go through weird, weird shit in my life, that's the only time it happens. Oh yeah. You know, so like it's just it I know Stress it's coming definitely... when weird shit happens. Do you have like a fear so, of, of water itself? Like do you know like water? No, no, no. Like my fears are really dumb. They're heights because as a fat man, gravity has always been my mortal enemy. I, yeah, uh, I hate heights too. Uh, no, uh, number two, oddly enough, death. Uh, probably because I'm in my 30s and I don't want to die yet. I'm not ready. Death? I'm not ready for that next adventure. I know I'm it's inevitable. 
so I don't fear death. <laughs> right, right. Um, and really, like, those are the two. Those are the those are the two big ones. Um, there's like other little things too, but it's not fear worthy. Like, it's like Ugh, gross. Dude, I'm not. I'm gonna live to be like two, three hundred once all these uh, these modern advances That's in science right. happen. So I'm gonna I'm chop your head it. off and put you on a robot. <laughs> like That'd i said awesome, just download my consciousness into like something like the sims or something like that I'll be, I'll, be over here. I'll be completely like, fine it was at futurama where they like just the head yeah so i'll 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 tell you guys a, a recurring nightmare that i have uh this happens like i mean it's it's really weird because it's not it's not like terrifying and it's not something that's scary but it ha like i have this same like kind of repetitive kind of nightmare dream whatever so i'll have this dream where my or nightmare where my teeth are kind of like falling out like i'm pushing them out Ooh. with my tongue i'm like i can just like kind of feel them wiggling and like flipping out of my mouth but Back then like the crack. but what's really <laughs> <laughs> but, what's, but what's really weird is like further on into the dream it always feels like somehow my teeth are back so like I I like will like push it out, but then they're there again, and it just freaks me out that they keep like coming out, but then they're back again. So that's like one of the one of the nightmares I have. But then I have the classic one that I know that um, I know other people have had. I haven't had it in a long time, and it really comes with stress. Like what Josh was saying, I'm in like a life or death situation, and I have to protect myself. And I'm punching as hard as I can, uh, and it just feels like I'm just like tapping the person, like, and I can't every cause, time, cause every any time this damage. Happened, is the situation uh, different, or is it the same situation? Uh, it's it's different. It's always like it's always something weird. Um, but I've had like if we like if we had a whole other podcast, we could talk about dreams all day because I have very elaborate, very crazy dreams. Like, it's insane. Can I say one thing before we go move ahead? On? Uh, I'm sorry to the lady in the chat, but to the other two gentlemen, not a lady. Oh, I'm sorry. The other dream that, that really sucks is when you're getting ready to get it on with like a super hot chair. Oh, yeah. Yep. And, then you, and yes. then you wake up and then you like close your eyes trying to go back to sleep. <laughs> like, put me back in my dreams. Yeah, yeah I have the same exact dream. So. <laughs> I've been there. And you like you do. You always want to go back. And the thing is, it's awesome is I can sometimes go back. And like, that's the that's oh, my yeah. favorite part about about teach my, me obi-wan <laughs> about my dream <laughs> like no, but that was a, dreaming yeah that's it's it's i don't do it on purpose but it, i can there are times like especially like the dreams where you like you can fly like i've been able to like have that <clears throat> it's been awesome so let's move on to the next question though those are all great answers um if you could undo one moment in your life what would it be and i'll start with Kristen again oh god one moment these questions oh, so I'll, many yeah there's i'll, I'll so go ahead and, i'll go ahead and preface this <clears throat> i'm gonna have to like try to think outside the box because i've done this whole deck and there's been quite a few that are kind of similar so while you guys answer i'm gonna try to think of mine too so oh, go ahead great. again so you get time to think and i, I have to oh, i've heard i've answered a bunch like these all i'm gonna say is <laughs> oh the time i got shot like i'd undo that like i've talked about that four times in these uh these these videos so i gotta think oh. of something different Okay, this one is not like life or death. Like I have had a gun pulled on me, but there wasn't much I could do about that. I didn't get shot, so it's okay. Um, I would say this is a stupid one. It's not like life or death, but in college, a friend of mine asked me to go to a wedding with him and I thought we were just friends because I was dumb and naive. So I went to, we took a road trip. I went to the wedding with him. 
I got really drunk at the reception. I tried to hook up with someone else and he got so pissed off that he left me at the wedding to get back to college by myself in Canada. Oh my. Oh my God. In freaking Ottawa, Canada. Oh we had to, eh? Yeah, yeah, eh. So I, yeah. you know, this Canuck was sexy and I, and I wanted to hang out with him and not who I went with, which was stupid. Um, but I thought we were just friends. So it was like free, you know, it was free game to do that. And how'd uh, you get back? Well, I had to stay with the guy I met in Canada for a little while. Uh-huh. Uh, it did not happen though. No, no, uh, it didn't happen. <laughs> he, was, he turned out to be kind of a pig, but I had to uh-huh. drive with him for like hours back to Toronto. And then I had to get money to get an airplane ticket. Cause this has been the eighties. This wow. is like, you know, you could, it was a lot more difficult. And then I had to get a bus from the airport back to college. I mean, it took me an extra two days. Just the days fact, get home. just the fact you had to do it with pay phones. It's terrible. Yes. It was pay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the guy drove back by himself, dropped my clothes off at my uh, apartment to my roommate and said, Oh yeah, she's, she's still in Canada. And, uh, oh my God. Yeah, that was the stupidest thing. I really was naive, not thinking that he was expecting anything. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, uh, I don't really, I don't really have a any kind of response. It just sucks. Like I, I would undo that as well. Uh, Chris, if you could undo one moment in your life, what would it be? Oh, uh, I don't know. I can go kind of deep on this one. Like I would probably go back to like high like school and stuff and like focus more on like school and sports and everything yeah. instead of the partying aspect of it yeah Care, getting in yeah. with people and caring what people think and being the popular kid you know like it's not worth it i try to preach that to my uh, daughter who's just like me in that sense <laughs> and try to tell her that nobody in your life right now absolutely matters except the people in this house like yep. it's it's something you will not understand at the age you're at but when you get older you will you'll look back at what i just told you and say damn he's he's actually right the the sucky (laughs) thing the sucky thing about it is though man and it's tough to it's tough to deal with kids and people certain ages they're not gonna listen like no matter what great wisdom i mean i didn't (laughs) i know like i got tons of great wisdom given to me as a kid and i listened to zero i thought i knew exactly what i was gonna do I i thought i knew exactly what was up I thought, oh, this is exactly how the world works. And then, you know, five years later, I'm like, oh, fuck. This is yeah. way worse than what I thought it was. I mean, um, I was getting recruiting letters in eighth grade and decided to just throw it all the way and party and not care and be that guy. But you can't, yeah, you can't, stupid. you can't ever, you know. But the, I don't have regrets. I, yeah. Trust me, I don't live with regrets. Yeah, I but feel the same way, though, you know. Yeah, I mean, it made me who I am, you know what I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't be here with juice in the morning right exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> Josh, Josh, in in one thing, in one moment in your life, what would you uh, undo if you could? So there, there's, I'm going to, I'm going to shy away from the depth because we got pretty deep on these two. Yeah. Uh, there was this girl that, and just hear me out. So there was this girl that I had been talking to for a while and we were really working things out. And she, she ended up coming to like this little birthday celebration I had at a piano bar in Indianapolis. I'm not going to name drop because it didn't give me any money. Um, and, you know, we're talking, we're talking. And her ex shows up, like randomly shows up to this piano bar. And him and I have a wonderful conversation. And then, which turns on him being an asshole. And then she disappeared. Uh, okay. Forever. Uh. 
The other one is I had this massive asthma attack when I was 15 and I almost died. But other than that, everything's <laughs> been kosher pickle, man. I mean, <laughs> no, I would say uh, for for myself, a moment, just like a specific moment that I would undo, it would be. Um, it sounds super dumb, but uh, I would undo the specific moment. I was a senior in high school. We had just gotten our asses beat by a team that we should never have gotten beat by. My friends and uh, girlfriend at the time convinces me to go to a party in Anderson. I didn't want to go. I was pissed that we lost. Um, but there was a lot of positives, like, coming in that year for football and, you know, the future after, after high school and everything like that. And as I was driving home from this party, I drank literally one – probably like half full uh, coffee mug of whiskey. Like I just kind of like drank oh, it all the way down holy like, shit. and just kind of just swigged it and was just sitting there at the party. And then I was like, I finally like pouted enough that everybody wanted to leave and go home. <laughs> and um, I was the one driving home. And the moment that I would change though, is the girl I was dating at the time was sitting in the passenger seat. She leans over to like, kind of kiss me. Cause she's like kind of drunk and being like, you know, frisky or whatever. And like, you know, I'm, trying to focus on what I'm doing but I like lean over and like give her a kiss but I, I kind of drifted over the middle line and kind of back and then as soon as I did that lights went on behind us oh. we got pulled over <clears throat> luckily it was a cop that knew me because of like sports and like he was kind of a member of the community so he was like he was pretty cool about it like he didn't arrest me or anything but he had me get in his car and blow in a breathalyzer I blew a point oh four or something like that not even like legally uh intoxicated but he said since i blew anything i had to at least be picked up by my mom the crazy thing is the two friends i had in the back were freaking the fuck out because they had an ounce of weed on them and they were like <laughs> they thought they were gonna go to jail and um i i and i remember being so angry as a young kid because i was like these motherfuckers were way more drunk than i was he let them drive my car home he didn't breathalyze them. He didn't do anything with them. I was just, I was furious because on the, he calls, he calls my parents. My mom comes, picks me up. He called all of my coaches and told them like, you know, what's up. And he said that, uh, he told me on, like he told my mom and I on the drive home, he was like, you should get up tomorrow morning and go to all your coaches houses and apologize. And so I did that. And then I also had to go to my principal's, uh, house and apologize and they basically, they were cool about it. They said, hey, we got to suspend you. We're not going to, like, make it, you know, news. We're not going to say that you got, you know, arrested or in trouble. We're just going to say that you have an injury because we know you've got some people looking at you. We're going to say you're going to be out for two to three weeks, but you're not going to be able to play for two to three weeks as punishment for that. And so I, I, I had to miss out on two games that we ended up winning against teams we had never beat before ever. And I wasn't able to play in those games. I had, I couldn't even be on the sideline. I had to go watch from the stands. Like they wouldn't let me oh. on the sideline. So it was like God. if I could change that one moment, I would not lean over and kiss that dumb bitch because I would never talk to her ever again in my life. Like I never, like we dated through my senior year, and then, dude, that just was a. I, I have way more that I could get into with that chick. But <clears throat> um, if I could change one moment, that would be that would be the fucking moment. <laughs> That would be the moment because uh, I had to miss out on, on three games. Um, I still finished the year really well. We had a good year, and it was fun, but we did get beat in the fucking first round of the playoffs, like, to a team. That sectionals? We, yeah, a team we uh. beat. A team we beat midseason, and I was – Who did I did you lose play, to? Shenandoah. I played in the game. Always good. 
We beat them Bastards. fifty. We beat them fifty-six to eight in the regular season, and then lost to them twenty-one nineteen in the uh, sectional. Oh. sectional I mean, they're they're a damn militant. They're like a militant school, dude. Oh, like dude! All the the, the straight like, it's like a cult. Fades, like you go to Shenandoah, fades. and it is a goddamn cult of kids. The they just come fades. out and whip your ass <laughs> like every time you go oh, out yeah. there. Yeah, but yeah. So that would be the moment I would change. So I thought that was a I thought that was a good one though. Like like I said, it's it goes back to that high school thing. Like I keep trying to tell my little brother and sister they're getting ready to go to college. I'm like, you guys are about to have the most fun. Like, don't worry about what you dealt with in high school. Uh, completely just like if you don't like your situation, completely change your personality. Like I did. I changed my personality from middle school to high school because I wanted to have fun and I wanted to have a different life. So I mean, you're gonna become yourself. Yeah. They're, 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 getting, they're getting ready to become themselves like yep. the rest of their life. Yeah. All right. So <clears throat> this is, we'll do this as the last question and then we'll wrap it up. This is a good one. And I want to get okay. some backstories to it. What, and we'll start with Josh this time. We'll go back around. Thank you. What was your first screen name? Oh my God. Okay. For, on, for, for, for the internet. Which All right, one? here we go. This should be so, good. Yeah, right. So when I was in high school, I did a lot of acting. And um, I was in, I would volunteer at the Children's Museum. And I was in a play called The Jungle Book. You know, you've <laughs> nice. seen, right? You've seen, you've seen the movie. I mean, it's like, it's, it's basically movies, that, you know. But when he, anyway, I was the Monkey King. In, oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was pretty dope. It was pretty nice. Uh, the, the bad guy or whatever. Um, and, and then I was also in something called the Indianapolis Youth Chorale, which is a division of the Indianapolis Children's Choir. That's a whole other story. Um, so my screen name was King IYC Monkey. Uh, that's it. It's not, it's not awesome. It's not awesome, but no, that's, that's cool, what though. it is. That's cool. Uh, that's what it is, man. Uh, so you've got like a pretty big performance type uh, bug in you, huh? Yeah. It, you know, it's a hell of a drug, man. Well, there's there's something I will talk about a little bit more off the podcast. Um, my sure. buddy, my buddy and I are working on like a fictional podcast, like kind of like with a storyline and things like oh, that. Yeah, it's let's do it. Audio drama. I'm sure, I'm sure we can find a uh, a good spot for you. I'm terrible I'm at it, but I but I, I, I think it's really fun. Um, Chris, you're next, yeah. buddy. What was your first screen name? <clears throat> All right, so I'm gonna say what it is, and it's the one I still have today. Dunkman42. When I when I first made my email in like junior high, like we email was brand new, like internet was oh, yeah. it was that and it's always was it AOL Dunkman Gamer Tag. I think it was it was uh Hotmail. Okay. Oh Hotmail, hell yeah. Dude. So you but didn't I mean, it's like net zero. Yeah, this is back this is like dialing up. <laughs> you didn't use you didn't use AOL instant messenger? We had that stuff too, but yeah, it was always just Dunkman forty two. Yeah, like forty two has been the number of the family, but yeah. Since mine is kind of boring, I, I do have a funny story. There's a guy at work, and he had, his kid was like a 12-year-old kid, and his Xbox 360 got the ring of death. You remember those? Like, yeah, oh, I do. Death, and it was terrible. So they had to call Xbox and get it set up to where they would ship it in, and then they would, they would fix for like 90 okay. bucks and ship it back. It's how it worked back then. And his mom is on the phone, and the, the dad is telling me the story at work. So his mom's on the phone, and – talking to them and they ask for his gamer tag and she you know pulls off the phone and goes then i need your gamer tag and he said that he instantly like looked scared like he didn't want to say it and, and he goes she's like what's your what's your gamer tag 
then you got things it's like a 12, 13 year old kid, and he's like, PP badge slam. <laughs> oh my Cap- God. It was capital P, capital P, lowercase B A G, all caps slam. <laughs> he said that she flipped out, like she didn't even want to say it on the phone to him. Like, <laughs> God. That's so good. <laughs> All right, Kristen, what was your what was your first uh, screen name? See, I'm so old, I don't even know what you were talking about, the ring of death. <laughs> I have no clue. I'm, I'm so sure, old I'm sure you didn't play a whole lot of Xbox either. No, and I didn't. I played Atari. We okay. had an Atari back in the late oh, 70s, nice. early 80s. Little Paul. Like one of the only families that had Atari. Nice. But this is the thing. I didn't even get an email until I went to grad school in the late 90s. So wow. it's it's my same email for Yahoo, kcarn67. There you go. I mean, that's it. It's so boring, but, like, I didn't grow up with any of this like you guys did. It's so funny because I'm so in the boat with both of you guys, with Chris and Kristen. My uncle, once again, it, like, ties it all together with these fucking cards. <laughs> uh, my uncle that I look up to is, like, the success person. Um, he created my... AOL Instant Messenger account so that I could play on AOL while he was at work. Once again, just hanging out in his office. AOL Instant Messenger name, Juice85OR7, which is the same username that I've had for everything <laughs> since the dawn of the internet. Yeah, me too. To play on it. Juice85OR7, because my two first years in football, I was 85. Then the senior or the junior or whatever that I was friends with that graduated, he like passed on his number to me and then i was number seven for my junior and senior year of high school because i always wanted number seven but he had it since the time i was a freshman so i couldn't get it and so i got that number so my uncle was like juice 85 or seven that sounds good right and i was like perfect that's so (laughs) why juice yeah exactly what's juice juice came from my my math teacher in um eighth grade no seventh grade seventh or eighth grade uh he basically he called me Justin, like joking around like he was just like being silly because he was the football coach of the high school team so like he would like come to our practices and like come talk to me and stuff and he said that i it's it's not that cool of a story he said i reminded him of one of his teammates in college and they called him juice and his name was justin so he called me that and then in class a bunch of the older kids because it was like homeroom or whatever uh, a bunch of the older kids thought it pissed me off so then they just like kept calling me that. And I actually thought it was cool. Like in the back of my head, I was like, that's pretty cool. Like we love coach Rattabush. It's cool that he called me a nickname and then it just stuck. And then uh, my freshman year uh, we went on this, like we, we all, we'd always do this football banquet, like right before the school year started. And um, a bunch of the older guys, I like during summer camp, I had made varsity by like just kind of performing well or whatever. And a bunch of the older guys um, were at this thing and they, they like kind of like, cornered me at this thing and said hey we're gonna go cruise broad after this uh after this dinner and you know newcastle right chris broad street in newcastle like it's oh, yeah, like, oh, just yeah. like the main road that people would drive down and be fucks as like high school kids <clears throat> um but anyways they, they basically said hey you're gonna you're gonna ride with us and we're gonna go cruise and then uh we'll take you home and as they're as they're like we're driving they're like Hey Juice, you ever smoked weed before? And I was like, I was like, I was like, of course, yeah, I've I've smoked weed for sure. 
And uh, <laughs> so, so, so they, they How had often me. did you cough? Oh, no, they, okay, so listen to this. So they were, like, obviously they weren't even pros, but they had been smoking in high school. They were a bunch of juniors <laughs> and seniors. They built a little, like, bowl out of a can, like a Coke can. Oh, my God. And had all the little, like, holes poked in it, and they, you know, they the handed best, it to, they hand it, <laughs> they hand it to me, and I, like, I hit it, and I, like, you know, cough my lungs up, and I get real stupid high, and uh, we're just cruising. Country roads, it's, it's a middle, it's, like, dark outside whatever and the one of the like the, like i said it's like out of a fucking movie the senior quarterback turns around looks at me and he's like juice you're gonna get a lot of fucking pussy man <laughs> and from that day on i like became a partier i always hung out with those guys i wanted to be like the cool guy because it's almost like they they had me manifest that into my life like by telling me that and it just like changed my whole personality um and then the, the worst part of the whole story, though, is they're like, hey, man, you're too high. You need to call your parents and see if you can stay the night with us because oh. you're, you're really high. So then my anxiety starts going, and I'm like, okay, okay. And we stop and use a payphone if we want to go full circle here. <clears throat> so I go Whoa. to a payphone, and I call, I call my mom, and I'm like, hey, uh, I'm going to stay all night at uh, Derek's house. You cool with that? And she was like, no, we have to be at so-and-so's house in the morning. It's like on Saturday or whatever. We have to be at so-and-so's house in the morning. You got to come home now. And I was like, uh, no, I can't do that. And so, <laughs> so basically I just like go tell them like, Hey, you guys got to take me home. And they're like, okay. And we, they drive me home and I just walk right in and I go, sorry guys, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. And I like go into my room and just lay down. And I just remember staring at the ceiling and like it feeling like the room was kind of spinning like i was just super high and like i was kind of twitchy high like it was crazy and then i uh, i slept i slept okay and then i woke up the next day good to go because back then you could just wake up and not feel anything from the ne the previous night and they didn't know they, they didn't know no that you were high oh my she, mom knew every time she she definitely knew like my mom let me get away with a lot that she told me after the fact that she just like let it go because it wasn't that big a deal as long as i was home safe she wasn't that worried about it all right wow. do you guys have time if we run through these millennial things or do you guys want to save that for maybe a different one i'm i'm let's go man i'm guys, I, I, i'm loving the the first time you got high stories that's just <laughs> i remember i remember mine we like i bought it from a dirty kid at school and it was like a lot of seeds and stamps and because i always wanted to try it because i was really into rap and i we emptied a cigarette and stuffed the cigarette with it and we did it out in like under my trampoline in town, like we thought oh, yeah. we were hitting or whatever. And I remember going in and not feeling nothing, not like I'm, I'm like, I don't really feel nothing. And like sitting down and we started watching The Simpsons and it fucking hit me, dude. And like I, I knew I was. And I look at my buddy and I go, You want, let's go to the JV football game. Let's go to the JV football game. Let's go up to JV you football gotta, game. You always got to go somewhere. <laughs> so we get in his car and we drive all the way to the school. He parks in the parking lot. And at, at the same time, we both turn and look at each other and go, what the fuck are we doing? We can't go in here right now. Like, <laughs> why did we – we drove to the school. Like, are we fucking morons? But, yeah, that was my first time, man. Oh, yeah. Back. Oh, it's good times. <clears throat> um, but, no, I pulled this up. Uh, I like that we have a wide range of – ages because uh basically gen z is speaking up about millennials and assholes technically i guess i'm a millennial um it's weird because i think gen z thinks that millennials are say the ages what, where's the cutoff on z and millennial so i, I posted that picture yeah. let me 
I kind of forget. Real quick. Let me look real quick. So I think Millennial I started like 1980. Because Gen X ends at like 79. And I think Millennial yeah. started 80 and go to like 90. Because I'm 90, I want to say 94. I'm 83. So I'm, I'm kind of cussed. I'm 87. Yeah. So. Kind of close. Yeah, so oh, Gen God. X is nineteen sixty five to nineteen eighty. The baby I think that's baby boomers, right? Nineteen sixty five to eighty? No, no, that's no, the baby Gen X. Uh, Gen baby X boomers is, is before. Yeah. Baby boomers oh, okay. is before that. Yeah. Okay, and then Gen Baby Boomers is when everybody came back from the war and just had yeah, like eighty seven kids. That's apiece. right. That's <laughs> right. They they just cranked them out. And then mil- millennials are nineteen eighty one to nineteen ninety five, and then Gen Z is ninety six to two thousand twelve. All right, I'm gonna grab a beer. Okay, so <clears throat> I'm going to let him grab that real quick. But basically, this this article, which is, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of BuzzFeed. I don't know about you guys. They have some good articles sometimes. It feels like they do a lot of, like, clickbaity stuff. But this yeah. uh, this caught my attention because of uh, I wanted to take kind of the the route of we're, we're trying to be entertaining. We're not trying to focus on, you know, specifically everything going on in the world. So this, I think, is still kind of a competitive thing between millennials and Gen Z but it's still fun to kind of hear what they, what they think about us. So this is 25 questions millennials should answer that are funny because they're true. And it's a list of 25 things that uh, Gen Z uh, kids have tweeted. And I just want to kind of get our reactions and see, see how everybody feels about, about these. Okay. All right. So we're going to start with number one. Why do millennials always say just did a thing? Bitch, you bought a cat cactus holder. Shut the fuck up. I don't ever say that. So yeah, I don't either. I think that's really a, annoying as fuck. Just, I think that's, that's, that's you a, get some people doing that on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Women, I think, do that. That's a fee, I, more of a female thing, though. Right? I would say so. <laughs> yeah, I would say like, so. just did a thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, got my hair did. <laughs> I yeah. would definitely, I would definitely make fun of my guy friends if he like shaved his beard and said, "Hey, yeah. just did a thing." Just did a thing. Might delete it later. Post a selfie. Yeah, yeah. it's not me. Looking cute. Yeah. Yeah, looking cute. Really cute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one's kind of ties into the first one. Why do millennials end everything with, like, "What did I do?" Question mark. I don't think I've ever said that ever. Yeah, I, I don't think uh, I have I don't either. Think I've heard that from anyone. That's that's not see like I said there's some stinkers in here so we'll just move on it's to the next stinkers. one. We're good, we're good. Uh, this is this one I think is fucking great because I, oh my god I think this on a regular basis. Why do millennials think being thirty is a personality trait? <laughs> yeah, because Jay Z. Like everybody's like, oh dude, I'm thirty. <laughs> like, you know, I have to completely change my life because I'm thirty now. Like it's. It's not that much different. It doesn't. Like I, nothing changes. I feel the age. same today than I did when I was 21, right. except for my hangovers just last an extra day now. Oh, and also, yeah. like at age 28, I started making dad noises, so it doesn't matter. You know. <laughs> listen, listen. Saying <clears throat> when you're reaching for something really pays off because you get that little extra two inches that you need. Yes, it oh, does. It, feel, it, it feels so good. It feels lift so up, good. Lift <laughs> up the opposite leg when you bend over. A lot more leverage. <laughs> it's so there. perfect. It's so perfect. <laughs> we've got a we got a really deep chair in our living room and i have to like <laughs> like i have to get a, i gotta get a rock going to get out of it like it's it's tough it's the, tough. the big the big thing about hitting 30 for me is i finally like look back when i was a kid and like like i'm 30 and like like don't really know what the fuck's going on you know what i mean and like i look back and i'm like man my parents had no fucking clue when i was a kid <laughs> like did they feel like i do now you know what i mean like i think about that all the time 
Yeah, I I completely agree. I had this conversation with my mom the other day. I was like, you know, what I'm starting to realize because I always grew up as a um, like authority, like my football coaches, my bosses at jobs. I've I've always looked up to them, whether they're female, male, doesn't matter. I always looked up to them like they knew everything. Yeah, they they get it. They know what's going on. Like they understand the world. And then I'm the same age that they were when they were coaching me or raising me and i'm like i don't have a fucking clue what's going on <laughs> exactly man. i know I, they I, didn't i'm on your level dude because they didn't the even have the thing. internet to figure I it out i always think of the same thing uh they didn't even have like you know google to like question why things are happening i still don't know how we got to destinations back in the day without navigation oh yeah could you imagine a map and go trying to get somewhere there's no way i could do it <laughs> I have you had to write it down. You had to write that, yeah. Like you had to like go about ten minutes that way, turn left at the second fence fence post. Yep. Two and, stop and signs. You go past you the strip club. You've gone yeah, too far. No way. No way. And, I. And men and adults uh, in general had a lot more pride in their direction skills. Like the guys yeah. that would just describe, yeah. like, "Hey, you go east on one thirty-five, yeah. you'll be." <laughs> <laughs> like, like they were so proud that they would say it that way and i would be a kid and i'd be like i have no fucking idea what you're talking about i don't right. even know what north is right now dude like, when we got dial up internet and map quest was a thing i remember oh, my dude. mom and dad like their heads exploded like they were like this is amazing <laughs> like I've we told, can print out directions i've told the story <laughs> i've told the story on the podcast before my first uh my first trip to spring break in florida that i was in high school we still didn't have like GPS on, at least I didn't have GPS on my phone. And I didn't have like a navigator or anything. So we printed out the directions to Panama city beach and on the drive down, my friends uh, and I decided we were going to moon this car of girls. So I roll my window down and I hold my ass out. And as I'm getting back in the car, the map quest directions whip out the window. Oh, it was, once again, like a fucking movie, like, <laughs> Like it's like, oh, what what do we do? We have no idea where to go now. Like we have yeah. no clue. And juice, you were gonna get so much pussy down there too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh number four, why do millennials only speak in gifts or gifs? You're 30. Use your words, do it. That is me. One million I love them. million percent. I, I do it all the time. No, I love it. I, I love re- it. I'll respond very often in a gift. I will scroll through a thousand gifts just to find the right one because you want to find the good one yeah I, I, that's big me. eggplant that's emoji though right oh yeah but i don't know because <laughs> <laughs> no, i know the eggplant that's in here too um and then this number five why do millennials love to mention that they're alcoholics like it's a goal to achieve <laughs> liver failure <laughs> That is 100% true. Oh, shit. Um, I think it comes, I think it stems from us growing up and, uh, you know, competitive, competitively drinking. At least yeah. I did yes. in high school. It was like, I did. who can chug out of this vodka bottle for like a five count? And like I think, a one, 1,000, two, 1,000. This is going to seem crazy, but we also grew up with a lot of like party heavy movies and party centered movies and, you know, a couple of movies come to mind, like shit like American Pie. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And Accepted. Like, for me, oh, Accepted is yes. one of my favorite movies. And it's it's all about, you know, it's all about going to fucking college and getting drunk and do the fuck you want to do. Yeah. That's all, that's all it's about. And that's what we grew up with. I, I think also, I'm going to say this to to the, we're millennial, what's, what's, what are they called? The new Gen ones? Gen Z. Yeah. So to them, 
I noticed this when I like got out of school and I was, and it happened like recently after like we were drinking and maybe smoking a little weed like it's, it feels like as soon as I left school it was like we don't drink anymore we take every fucking pill that we can get our hands on <laughs> you know what I mean like they were like drinking not you know they, they, they made it not cool yeah like, they, it was like pills and stuff was like what and, was cool and what I'm so gonna say what I'm gonna say to Gen Z is uh, stop being a bunch of fucking pussies and drink and some pill beer. heads. Yeah, <laughs> pick up and, a beer and put the pill bottle down. Yeah, and stop doing so much Molly. <laughs> I don't even. What is Molly? I don't even know what Molly is. Is it ecstasy? It's I the think, stuff in ecstasy that yeah. makes you feel it. So it's like ecstasy is it like times MDMA? a thousand. Is that what yeah, that is? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And it, it comes in like a what powder form typically. MDNA got you feeling like a champion. Yeah. City never sleeps, better slip you in ambience. Jay Z. He's another one that made you feel good about 30. <laughs> Num- number six. Why do millennials think they're special? Everyone knows what a VH- VHS tape is, buddy. Sit down. I know. <laughs> Fuck VHS tapes, dude. I hated them things. I do too. You, you didn't rewind it. it. You didn't get your money back. Uh, Remember had like rewinding and renting yeah. VHS? And I was always jealous of the kids that had the fast rewinder. Oh yeah, like I, oh, yeah. you know what I mean. Yep, I had I had the VHS player that would automatically rewind when you were done watching the movie. Yeah. So so we never had yeah, to deal with fancy. blockbuster fees. Now, do uh, you guys remember your heads being blown like from CDs to tapes? I think that was yes. more more than DVDs to. Uh, yeah, CDs and tapes, the tapes would always like. Oh man, CDs and, and the sound quality. Dude, yeah. I remember CDs costing like eighty-seven dollars at Walmart <laughs> when they came out. They were expensive as fuck, dude. I'm telling you're you, just, you're oh just that God. much. You're just that much further. <laughs> like, what's crazy is your age is just that much further ahead of me. That like a new CD was twenty bucks. Like, yeah. The, like when a CD dropped like 20, 20 to twenty-five dollars, oh. and like I mean, you could get the new like will smith or eminem album <laughs> see Listen, like when I, little little it was rare to get a new like when dad got the new garth brooks cd you know at walmart oh, yeah. that was a big deal oh, live, baby Which double live was, was probably like 130 dollars I mean, no fences or any of the first ones you know like john mellencamp i remember scarecrow we bought that album but yeah it was it was that's weird and and the good news is we had an eight track in our conversion van wow side pipes on it with a little cobra on it and oh, hell yeah. inside and a couch that turned into a bed and my brother would take all his friends down to chicago to go see journey oh, party oh, in that van and so just, much weed no they didn't do weed <laughs> really oh. would have been yeah. a lot cooler if they did back then. the the uh the eight track like what's crazy about that is is i miss that so what is that like device is it like a tape like does it have yeah tape? it's like a, it's like a cassette it's big. Player, but it's yeah it's really oh, it's, yeah. it's big like this it's real thick and it's about that big and it's just like a cassette and you push it in and part of it sticks out the time but it, it's only like two songs in it it's like no no they had whole albums with eight tracks oh, like yeah. see, I don't remember. modern advances in eight track technology now, do you guys remember like your grandma or grandpa playing like home videos and it was like a fucking real thing? Yeah. And no. they would project it. Dude, we would have that in the basement all the time. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, I remember my dad with our cable box would try to tune in the Playboy channel. <laughs> and he would be downstairs by himself when I would come home from parties in high school. 
Um, what are you doing, Dad? Oh, I'm just watching this. And he'd be sitting there by himself, listening, basically listening to the noises. We talk about it on Highly Inappropriate a lot. Like, my first, like, jack-off sessions ever were going back and forth on the movie channels, like, on cable, until I could see through the static and maybe oh, see yeah. it. Like, oh, yeah. Or something. Oh, yeah, dude. Remember yeah, doing been that? There. Been there. Did that on spring break with a family vacation. While everybody yeah. else went to the beach, I was figuring it out we'll stay back <laughs> i'm stressed uh all right number seven which i think we'll skip past this pretty quickly because i'm not in interested in this at all why do millennials love funko pop so much i don't know funko pop funko pops yeah, are it? those they're those little dolls that uh that like have the big head and they're like kind of cartoony but they're, oh, like, they're all like matt yeah, they're no, all like I'm just, dirty I'm just stuff. kidding. I've got two of them. I'm good. <laughs> I got one. I got Babe Ruth right up there. That's awesome. Hell yeah, man. But that's uh, the only one I got. They talked me into it at GameStop. I've never really gotten into those, and I didn't know anything about them, so right. I'm not really worried about that. This one, My co-host, Matt, has thousands. That's what he collects. <laughs> For real. That's That would be his what do you like that everybody else know. Yeah, and Matt Matt's a collector, though. He is a collector. Yeah, he is. He, like, like, I thought I was. Stuff. I thought I was. Like you can see my wall and like all my stuff until yeah. I met Matt, and I was like, "Wow!" But he has like level. he has like he has, like it's weird with Matt. Like, and this is not a shot at him. It's just weird with him that it's so many different things that he likes to collect. Yeah, like he, he just gets, likes to collect yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, I think right. that's called hoarding. Yeah. <laughs> He's in the early stages. Expensive called. hoarding yeah. is what Matt yeah. is. Number eight. Why do millennials insist on DMing posts? from private meme pages and drinking LaCroix. What hey. the fuck? All right, let's see here. DMing posts from private pages. From private meme pages. I didn't even know private meme pages existed. I, I, I'm, all, I'm in some. I don't DM them, but I will screenshot and text the <laughs> friend group chats. I will do that. And, and, what's, and what's the drink? Drinking LaCroix. It's that... Uh, LaCroix it's is a, some water, isn't it? It's that it's flavored a, seltzered water, but it's not, uh, it's yeah, not alcoholic. So yeah, the, the, the way it works is that you have someone stand in another room and shout fruit flavors while you drink seltzer water. Yeah, and that's the way, that's, that's what it that's tastes like. That's kind of how it is, yeah. Because huh. it, it has almost zero of the taste, but there's, a, there's like a hint of it. To be honest, this tweet would have been better if she would have said drinking White Claw because yeah. I think that would have gone a little bit better. Um, this one I love, and I guarantee you Chris and Kristen <laughs> might have heard this one before because my entire like high school career was this. What the fuck does fucking A mean, and why do millennials say it to me? <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> fucking A. That's awesome. Fucking A, man. It's a movie. Right. It, what was the movie? It's from a movie. Is it Dazed and Confused or no? Uh, oh, my gosh. That's going to kill me, dude. I want to say it's I like an know. Adam. Why did somebody look it up online right now? It's got to be. Fucking A. It can't a. be like Fast Times at Ridgemont High, is it's, it? It's fucking A, man. It's oh, we said Big that. Lebowski. Oh. It's the Big Lebowski. Yeah, I think is that is what it is. it is. Yeah, it's the big Lebowski. Yeah. My neighbor just walked in the garage just taking five pictures to post them like a celebrity. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he said, fucking A, man. <laughs> that's an awesome thing. I like that thing. Yeah. It is the big Lebowski. That is it. Okay. Okay. It says the phrase is first recorded in print in 1947 in Norman Mailer's World War II novel, The Naked and the Dead. Mailer has a character say, you're fucking A. Gallagher snorted. The actress told nah. oh. it, it was. It was in a movie from our, yeah, our, our yeah. time. Yeah, no, I, know, yeah, I know it was. Yeah, that, yeah. I know it was. That's your millennial showing right there saying it that way. But uh, <laughs> all right. 
why do millennials think dildos are so funny? Because <laughs> they are. Oh, my God. Okay. I, I've got, I, I, I've got, I got one after you're done. I got one after okay. you're done. All right. So, for me, it's, it's playing Grand Theft Auto. In Grand Theft Auto, you could go down to, like, the basement of, like, the police station or something, and there's showers, and there's this giant purple dildo that you could grab and beat the shit out of people with in what, Grand Theft one? Auto. Uh, Vice, it was actually, it started in, no, no, it started in three and then it carried on to Vice City and San Andreas. But after that, you can't do it. Wasn't there a dildo gun? No, no, you're you're thinking of a Saints Row. Yeah, that is, but same people. people, No, no, it's a different company, but it's the same, it's the same style. Oh, that's not, Saints Row is not Rockstar? No, it's not Rockstar. Oh, uh, wow. I did not expect this to go to video games. Kristen, why do you think dildos are funny? Because they're just, they're so unrealistic for one thing. The best dildo though is the two-headed dildo. The double donger, baby. The double one where like <laughs> two chicks can use it or you oh, can yeah. use it, I guess on yourself. Oh that's, yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's funny. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, two dildo stories. I remember finding our buddy's mom's dildos when we were in high school and laughing. <laughs> Obviously everybody did that. But the big one for me is I remember sitting in this garage, main cave, big ass TV, buddies over watching Red Zone, and it was the game where they threw the dildo out oh, yeah. at the Patriots, <laughs> and we were watching live. Oh yeah, yeah. We were watching live, and it bounced like on the, the field. Buffalo Bills. And I, I paused my TV, and I looked at my buddy. Like some of them were on their phones, and like some were watching. And I, and I looked at him, and I was like. Was that a fucking dildo, dude? And they were like, no. Okay, They're like, no. And I was like, dude, that's a dildo. And I rewound it, rewound it. We got, all got up right on the TV. And we watched it hit, and we could tell by the flop. I was, and, dude, we lost it. It's more like this. Uh. <laughs> they are funny. Fuck Gen Z. Dildos are funny. Dildos yeah. are funny. Fucking dildo. Why do millennials name their kids like that? Who told them that Lakeland and Emberly were good options? At Gen Z, can we please not continue this shit? Yeah, Lakeland I met a woman Emberley. named Septemberly. Oh, that's wow. good. I couldn't believe it. I looked at her and she's like, yep, that's my name. And I was like, I like that. oh, my God. It's, it's funny because I, I can't imagine a world where I get old enough and – you know, I'm maybe, you know, worked my way up in my company and I'm like, you know, head, like a vice president or something. And I'm like looking to hire a guy and his name's Aiden. Like, I, I just, I don't think of that as like a strong man name. Like, hey, Aiden. Uh, man, I, I'm sure you guys are Bob and Tom fans. Like Tom Griswold's number one rule when you name a kid, you say the whole name. And if it couldn't be the name of a president, you do not name your kid that. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's his number one. It is good. That is good. Um, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of worried about my daughter because growing up, uh, my name was uh, you know obviously Justin Kelly. So the first thing everybody did was Smelly Kelly. So uh, so my daughter's name is Elliot. So it's going to be Smelly Ellie Kelly. So uh, like she might be in for some she might be in for some uh, some uh, terrible times in school, but. Well, I hopefully Juice in the Morning takes off and she's rich. So. Yeah, there you go. Then, she, she can tell <laughs> then the you can do whatever you want. Yeah, they yeah. can do whatever you want then. Um, all right, so we're going to move to the next one, number 12. This is why, the, like I said, this whole podcast just flowed perfectly. Why do millennials compare everything to Harry Potter? Like, shut the fuck up. Never seen it. Never seen it, never read it. Never. 
I love I have it. never I seen it. I've seen all the movies. I read all the books. Lord of the Rings, yes. Lord of the Rings, stuff like that. When I was a kid, I went to the midnight release of The Goblet of Fire. Uh, and, okay, you need to move on. And, <laughs> no, I did. I oh did like God. the books. I would don't, go like the. Admit that. <laughs> Uh, my mom took me and I was like asking her like why are all these people like dressed up as the characters like that's weird and she's like I don't know there's just people that do that I guess I apparently I was seeing cosplay when I was like nine years old Um, okay number 13 why do millennials always go apeshit over the eggplant emoji like it is specifically Ah! a millennial thing (laughs) that's you (laughs) comes around full circle again love it right Call There's nothing funnier again. than eggplant water splash. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. It's so I've, stupid. Rock tossed that thing out there quite a bit. Oh, my God. That's my reply to every picture. Like, dude, check this chick out. Eggplant water splash. Yeah. <laughs> Number 14, why do millennials take photos with a Polaroid, then take photos of the Polaroid photo? Never heard I don't of do that. that. I've never no. like a camera? All right, all right, all right. Hold on. That is because... Back in the day, that's all you had. Yes, and then if you did. find a picture of back in the day of the Polaroid, you take a picture of the Polaroid with your camera phone. I've done you that can, a lot. Yeah, and then you can save it forever because it's on the internet. Yeah. yeah. If I had a camera phone back in the day, you spoiled pricks. I would have took it with my camera phone, <laughs> but I didn't. Hey, be thankful we didn't Get him. <laughs> we had it rough, man. We had it rough. <laughs> we didn't know if the picture was good or not. Like, we, we had no clue. You had to wait till it, proje- you know, you got it back. Took a lot of butt pictures, like, and just uh, like, oh, this is gonna be funny, and take it yeah. and then click it over. You're like, remember, remember stealing your buddy's camera when you didn't know, and just snapping a picture your like down your pants, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. so they would see it when they de- they developed it. Yeah, I uh, I actually my mom got in. Uh, <laughs> my mom got one of her. Who was it? Like, it was. She got one of her friends in trouble because one of my disposable cameras was left out in like the kitchen or whatever. And my mom and her, my stepdad and like his friends had a party and they like got drunk. And like one of the guys took the camera and like was taking pictures of his dick and asked like what you were talking about. And then I took it to go get it developed. And like I was like my mom was the one who picked up the pictures (laughs) for me. Fucking dad dick pics in there. <laughs> was that your first dad dick? Oh yeah, yeah. It was uh, quite. I remember a, my. I remember my stressful. first dad dick. I remember it was just weird. Like it didn't dick. really bother me. Like I didn't feel like shocked or anything. I was just like, "What the fuck is that? Like, there's <laughs> way too much hair. It's weird and lumpy. Like, what's going on? Like, that's I weird." Dunk, man, get my camera. <laughs> uh, <laughs> number fifteen. Why do millennials love soup so much? I don't really. I, don't I like so. soup, but I'm not that worried oh. about it. Soup is good, but that's about that's it. Not a thing. I don't yeah, crave it, but I will eat it. But I will eat most things. Yeah, I don't think that's. No, wait, a wait, thing. hold on. Does it say what kind of soup? Like, because I'll it, get down. I'll, I'll like murder a man for some good potato soup. Yeah. The, oh, the tweet oh, Charlie just says, "Why do millennials like, love soup?" In general, good potato soup anywhere. I'll just. Oh, you know. good. I, I'm a big homemade vegetable yes. soup guy. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'll pass on that, dude. I I don't need I don't need no vegetables. Uh, number 16 why do millennials this is another food based one why do millennials add mac and cheese to everything mac and cheese burgers mac and cheese poutine mac and cheese depression like stop yeah i don't get you guys with the mac and cheese i don't get that at all man you put that on anything i'm i'm down mashed potatoes hot sauce so that's what i want on it oh dude so take a little bit of sriracha sriracha put it on your mac and cheese Mm -hmm. throw that on a taco Mm. 
You're good. I mean, we were we were poor. I mean, fish sticks and mac and cheese was a weekly thing at the, yeah. the household there where I grew up. Am I, am I, hamburger am I, helper. I grew up I, on hamburger helper. Am I too hoity-toity that we only ate shells and cheese when I was growing up? Oh, wow. Uh, get out of here. I don't like the shell. I like the, like, I love the shells and with cheese. With your fork, like, a thousand times to oh, get the no, shells. No, no. no. Stuff, I love the man. shells and cheese. Um, number 17, why do millennials think that not downloading TikTok makes them an adult? Like, grow up. <laughs> like, don't they I, I know download that, a like, TikTok. I'm not worried about it. Isn't isn't there like some story that says it's like uh, like a thing that pedophiles Russia. Russia, they spy on you. Spy on you, yeah. Russia, China, pedophiles, like yeah, really all of them. Sure. And to be honest with you, dude, I downloaded I downloaded TikTok. The big three. <laughs> <laughs> Better than Shaq and Kobe, right there. Oh, or no, man. that was the what, what was the third one? Because there was the big three with Shaq, Kobe, and no, you're not, thinking. You're thinking LeBron, Boston. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Well, you're thinking about uh, Rodman, Jordan, Pippen. Yeah, that, same, yeah. same thing. That was my first. Dance. Woo! Oh, great. <laughs> great, great, great. I loved it. But no, when it comes to TikTok, dude, I'll be 100% honest with you. It's hilarious. It's kind of like, it's kind of tough because you're scrolling through and you'll see somebody doing one of the dances and oh, like, is this a young kid that's a girl or is it like a 23-year-old girl? Like, I just have to scroll past quickly. Like, should I, I hide my boner or should I let it show? <laughs> like, I, that like, do, I wanna, do I want to get arrested for this? Am I, like, am I one of the big three? Yeah. Should I keep going? <laughs> okay, on that note, I got to get going. All right. <laughs> so thanks for having me on. I'm gonna, okay. I am got to take off, but thanks right. for having me on. Thank you so much, Kristen Carnes. Uh, stay in touch with me on Facebook. We'll get you. Definitely. We'll, we'll share your stuff and we'll get you back on the show sometime soon, cool. okay? And nice to meet you, Chris and Josh. Hey, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Hey, you can come Bye. on our podcast anytime. Let us let's DM me. Let me know. Okay, cool. That'd be awesome. All right, take care. See ya. All right, we're going to finish this up quick. We'll go through these. Why do millennials only post TikToks of them dancing to music from 2003 and holding their sixth glass of wine? I've never made one. Yeah. I've never made a TikTok. That's I've only definitely, watched. That's definitely on the female side again. Um, why do millennials use nouns in the place of verbs? I can't math. Englishing is hard today. I fucking agree 100% with you Gen Zs on this. It's fucking annoying. It's annoying as yeah. well. I'm yeah. adulting today. Shut the fuck up. You're yeah. 32. You should have a job. That's right. Like, come on. Um, <laughs> number 20, millennials always shit on boomers for carpeting hardwoods in the 70s. But who's the, what? One, who's the one painting over original brick and high-quality wood furniture? Oh, carpeting hardwood. I do get mad about the carpeting hardwood. I, I yeah. kind of get annoyed. Well, they by did. That too. They, I mean, the the baby boomers did that in the seventies, and they're basically calling us out, saying that we're painting over brick and uh, wood furniture. So the worst was the the worst was the uh, wallpaper. Oh the yeah, wall. good God, oh, and it was go. so hard. It's it's so hard to remove. Ah, terrible. All right, this is another one, <clears throat> number twenty one. Why do millennials care so much about the fact they're 90s kids? Sis, we know that's when you grew up. That's normal, whatever. I'm not that worried about that one. 90, 90s kids are the best, by the way. I'm sorry. That's the no, best. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. The yeah, 90s was the best time see, to grow so, up. So, so, so let, me, let me throw a counterpoint there. 
I don't think you can say you're a '90s kid if you were born in like '91, '92, '93, right. whatever. No, no, I, I was born in '83, exactly. and I was born in '87. And people, exactly. I'm an '80s, I'm an '80s baby. You're an '80s baby, a '90s, 90s kid. kid. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So fuck these other millennials <laughs> that are like, oh, I was born in '94, I'm a '90s baby. No, no fuck no. off. Like, oh, you didn't no. even get to experience the '90s. Yeah, we, I lived it. And you weren't even great. old enough to really remember it's it. Fucking so fucking awesome. Dude, we had the best, like, of every genre of music at the oh, time. Yeah. Like, think mm-hmm. of our music. It was inc- oh, and absolutely incredible. Every genre. And sport. I, it was just great. Things were way Love more it. hype, I think. Things were way more hype. Like, I think. It's because so- internet wasn't around the whole time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Internet like, ruined life, now. dude. Internet it, ruined life. It did. It made but- it easier and ruined it at the yes, same time. Yes. Uh, and it's a, it's a thing, like, I've talked about on the podcast before. Like, as I've gotten older, it feels like things just aren't that big a deal anymore. Like, I'm yeah. not that excited right. about anything. And I remember in the 90s, it was like, fuck yeah, Denver's playing in the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> it's John Elway's second Super Bowl. Woo! Yeah. Like, like, I hate I hate not being able to – you can't tell nobody nothing. Like, they'll be like, yeah, i seen right. that. Yeah. yeah, I already I read yeah. that. And yeah. I hate, like, talking to a family member you haven't talked to in forever, and they're like, oh, so-and-so told me about that. He saw it on your Facebook. Yeah, and like it like ruins the story. My wife gets so mad about that. I mean, like her, you know, because her aunts will tell her grandma stuff, and then she'll see her grandma for like around like Christmas, and her grandma already knows everything about, <laughs> because their aunts tell them because of Facebook. She hates it. I mean, for me, like like social media with my family has gotten me closer to my family, but I've noticed that as I'm you know as I'm an old man, whatever, uh, it's it I get excited by things that I got excited about as a kid, like. For example, uh, Pokemon cards, for some reason, like OG, I swear to God, OG Pokemon cards, buying and selling them is awesome. It's and fun. I love it. Yeah. Like it's because it, it's it's the hunt. It's the the finding the, oh my God, remember the first edition, blah, 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 bullshit them on, yeah. you know, like that's, whatever. That's how I am with baseball cards. Yeah, yeah it's dude. Same it's thing. Just, that's the kind of shit that I like. Yeah. See, I got something for you. You're nerd. Did you play Magic? I did. Briefly. Yes. Very, very briefly. When, when, when he said reoccurring nightmare, that's exactly what I started thinking of. <laughs> the black deck, the reoccurring nightmare in uh, the grave. Deck, I, dude. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sorry. No, no you're all right. right. Totally derail the conversation. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run through these really quick because they kind of start to kind of repeat themselves. Why do millennials sure. say we're annoying when all they do is complain about their back problems and drink cheap wine? Once again, I think these are directed at a lot of the females. Yeah, a lot of women, yeah. Why do millennials still think gifts are funny? It's not 2015. I love um, them. Why do millennials lose their mind whenever they hear a song from a 90s Disney movie? Because they're fucking awesome. Hell like, yeah. I, I, they, dude, one of my favorite things to do is a Disney movie power hour. Yes. It's on YouTube, and they do all of the Disney Pixar movies. Like I know Pixar is a little bit out of the 90s, but they do all the movies. No, it wasn't. And, it, I mean, lost. I know. I'm just saying a 90, majority 90, of them. Oh, sorry, are, I'm sorry. I go on. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're fine. It's it's the, but it's a 90s or it's a Disney movie power hour, and you fucking take a shot of beer every fucking minute for the whole <laughs> oh my hour. God, wow. And you end up so drinking that, about four and a half beers. So that's what a power hour is. Yep. You drink a beer every minute, and so the YouTube helps because it plays the like one minute of the song, and when it changes songs, that's when you drink. And then you fill your drink up when it starts the next song. By the end, you're you're struggling to keep up. In the beginning, you're waiting for the for the song to change, and you're like enjoying yourself. But at the end, you start to kind of get a buzz. <laughs> See, McAfee and them talked about pre gaming, and they said they were throwing a power hour. Oh yeah, and oh, and I, I had no idea what they were talking about, dude. I have they a would very, play like an old rap power hour is what yep. they would say. And then I have a very strong urge to like use this live streaming capability and do a fucking power hour with the facebook live like, awesome. and tell everybody they need For to join charity. 
Well, well yeah, for, for charity. That's even better. Then it's even better. <laughs> um, we have a reason to be alcoholics, you know? Because like I said, it's it's truly not that much. It's only four and a half beers, I think, by the end. Like, because you're doing one ounce. Uh, but it's, it's like, isn't it stacking up on top of each other? And that's yeah. what. I mean, it's, it's over an hour. So it, gives, kinda... so it definitely gives you a buzz because you don't have, you don't give the alcohol time to work its way out of your system. But sure. I think that would be a really fun thing to do. Number 25, the last one. Why do millennials act like growing up in the 90s is a personality trait? At BuzzFeed, I'm talking to you. Because it is. Because it is. Because yeah, we grew up yeah. in these streets, in these okay. 90s streets. You don't know how gin and juice hit in 94. Like, you I don't know, know how, when right. you had no CDs and you had to hear it on the radio and wait by your radio to hit record on a tape. Oh, yeah. To have it on tape so you had your favorite song. I used they to have listen, no idea what that was like. That struggle. 96.3 for the Mickey yeah. Ficky mix so that oh, I could the hot, re- oh the hot nine and nine. So I could record because the Mickey Ficky mix was always DJs playing newer yes. or different songs. Yes. So yeah. if I recorded that, then I could go to my LimeWire and download the songs. Yeah. yeah. See, I didn't have LimeWire. I had a blank, I had a blank tape and downloaded Warren G regulators. <laughs> Re- hit record on my blank tape radio, so That's I had awesome. it to rewind oh and play my again. God. All right. So oh. the good thing about this whole situation is, I'm pretty sure that my anchor stopped like recording. But the good thing is, I recorded the Zoom, so that's perfect, and it, it'll awesome. have. The Zoom will have the audio and the video. So I'm going to post this as a video on Facebook. And then I'm also going to post the audio as the podcast. Um, before we get out of here, Josh, I appreciate you jumping in and Thank having you. a good time with us. This was a blast. Honestly, Dunk Man, if you're free and if you guys are free and we want to jump back on here and do different this stuff. Was week, dude, this was yeah, fun. Yeah, dude, let's do it. I'm down to clown. We yeah, can definitely do, do it again. again because, hey, uh, real fast, subscribe, rate, review, highly inappropriate yep. podcast. See uh, the shirt. See the shirt. Show them the yeah, shirt. Show the shirt. Show the shirt. Highly inappropriate podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Look us up. Dunkman42 on Twitter. Follow me. Let's do this. Yep. And then next week, um, I am going to skip the live Thursday because we are moving on Friday. So nice. we're, we're purchasing a new house. We're moving up to Westfield. It's kind of like the uh, the. You'll poor, be closer. You'll be closer to me, man. It'll be the more poor part of Carmel, I guess. A well, classy up there. So listen, so I'm listen. Working, I'm working really my way nice. up. I'm working West my way really up. Westfield's really nice. <clears throat> yeah, real nice. Carmel's like ugly redheaded stuff. Yeah, yeah. Now it's you know, <laughs> Carmel. Listen, Carmel is like the. Uh, the, the the hot rich mom that got all the Botox twenty years ago and now all the Botox yeah. is starting to fail. Oh good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> all right. Uh, a lot of Karen's up there. You better be careful. Yeah, yeah. man. So we a lot are, of Karen's. We are this is Juice of the Morning Podcast. Thank you guys once again, Chris, for joining in. Follow them uh, at highly inappropriate on all social media. Uh is it different on different social media? It's uh, highly inappropriate, isn't it? Yeah, we're highly inappropriate. I think I think if you just search, if you highly inappropriate search, podcast highly inappropriate will pop podcast, up. Look for the logo. You'll find it. You'll find mm-hmm. it. And then, if you're listening, you already know where to find the Juice in the Morning podcast. And um, the live Thursday is going to not be next week. We'll uh, jump it back up on. I think it's July. I think it's July. Like I don't know exactly second or something like that. Um, and then it'll be a great one because I don't have to work on July third. I don't um, either, boys. Closed. Yeah, me either. I'll be I'll be available. <laughs> so we'll we'll uh, we'll pick it up back again. I think on July second, the Twitch stream also will pause. But uh, as soon as I get off here, I'm jumping on Twitch. We're gonna play some Call of Duty Warzone. So if you like to play video games, watch video games, join me at uh, it's twitch.tv forward slash Juice in the AM, and all social media is at Juice in the AM. Thanks again, guys. We will talk to you guys soon. 
I appreciate you joining. We'll see you next time. All right. See you soon. Peace. Greetings, Earthlings. Juice of the Morning here. We are Unpredictable Talk Radio for Indianapolis. If you want to follow us on social media, our Instagram is at Juice in the AM. Our Twitter is at Juice in the AM. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Juice in the Morning. If you want to follow us personally, where can we find you, Johnny? If you're on Twitter, you can follow me at JB underscore Juice in the AM. If you're on Facebook or Instagram, it's Jonathan D. Bouton. If you can't spell my last name, that's your own fault. And since I am the Juice himself, you can follow me at Juice85OR7 on all social media. Once again, you can find us on podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, Google Play, and you can stream us on Spotify. Time to blast off, and we'll see you in space, bitches. Hi, I'm Tyler. I run the podcast Daddy Variety Show, a daily morning show where I interview content creators from all aspects of life and also give my very hot takes on politics, pop culture, sometimes racing, and anything I think that deserves to be made fun of, like probably midgets. So if that interests you, you can find us on any major podcasting platform and I host daily Twitch streams on twitch.tv slash podcast daddy. Thank you. Have a great day. Keep your balls clean. Hey, Juice in the Morning fam. Do you like affordable, stylish sunglasses? Juice in the Morning has partnered with Midwest Shades to bring you a special deal. By using promo code JUICE10, you'll be eligible for 10% off your entire order. Go to MidwestShades.com, use promo code JUICE10 to order your shades, and start getting compliments on your look today.